Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Howdy do. Here we go. Growing in Grace, another podcast with Mike and Joel. Hey, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to squeeze us in somewhere. We do appreciate it. Hopefully we can be an encouragement to you here over the course of the next 15 minutes. And uh, Mr. Joel, once again, good to be with you. Now in our ninth year of podcasting together. It's howdy doody time, that's for sure. Howdy do. Hi-ho, silver. <laughs> and away. And away. I want to, you know, when that movie comes out, I want to see that. The, the Lone new, Ranger movie? The new Lone Ranger movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're having a hard time coming up with new ideas, so let's just try <laughs> and improve on the old ideas. And that's okay with me. But I like old ideas. Sticking Johnny Depp in there as Tonto, that's pretty courageous. <laughs> I, 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 I think that would be, that'll make it good. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. see. I don't know all yeah. that from your comment. How do how do do? Yes, which was before both of our times, by the way. <laughs> it was. That's right. <laughs> the first time I heard of Howdy Doody was in the seventies, watching Happy Days. But anyway, and the first time I heard of Happy Days was in. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cap's just some... a little older than me, just so you know. Well, you know, look, Joel, we're in some Happy Days here right now. <laughs> In Christ. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Sunday, Monday, uh, every day, right? Every All of those day, days. because we're renewed day by day. That's right. And that is something that I think that we sometimes either forget or we don't take advantage of. I know that, of course, each of us, we got some stuff going on in our lives that isn't always happy, isn't always roses and all that stuff. But what we're going to talk about today is just, you know, the fact that the Christian life is so much more than just kind of sitting around waiting for heaven. Uh, In the meantime, yeah, we deal with stuff. We deal with some happy things. We deal with some sad things. We deal with all kinds of stuff. But the reality of our identity, the reality of this uh, life that we have in Christ, where Christ himself has come to dwell in us, I mean, that's not small stuff. This is important stuff, foundational stuff, and uh, so we'll give a little bit of uh, an idea of some of the things we've been thinking about regarding that as we talk about how God has already given us so much. Last week we were talking about how God accepts us. He already accepts us. We're already accepted in him. We're not trying to gain that, and there's so much more to this Christian life that uh, many people are trying to attain to, not realizing that it's already theirs. Well, exactly. Look, we're living in a world that's that's temporary, it's, you know, this physical world. It's got a lot of corruption in it and, and death, and some of it isn't all that great. This is the world that we're living in through the, the body that we're in right now. You know, some people have heard the phrase like when, when somebody dies that they fall asleep. Well, really what's falling asleep is is the body. If you've ever been to a funeral and you've seen somebody in the casket, that's just their body. It's not them. They departed. They went somewhere into a, a, a place that is not temporary like what we're living in now. You know, I think Paul at one point had said that, with our physical eyes, the things that we see is, is temporary. That which is not seen is eternal. But that's the perspective we're in right now, trapped in these bodies. Yet, God has given us so much more 
than the, the limits that we see, feel, hear, and touch the, the physical senses. There's so much more that's already been given to us. And, it, and Joel, it even goes beyond just being forgiven. Because even a good Christian legalist can talk about the forgiveness that comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. It goes even beyond that. We are now connected to God in a very special way. Uh, we're in union with Him. We are in fellowship with Him. We have received an inheritance. And I know sometimes we like to kind of sit around, and I do too. You kind of imagine, what, what's paradise really going to be like? But we don't want to get in the, in the state of mind where we're just sitting around waiting for it. Even though life goes by pretty fast here on earth, it doesn't seem like we have to wait very long, really, uh, in the big scheme of things. But the truth is, look, when somebody dies and they leave an inheritance for somebody, uh, we'll just uh, use it here and, you know, closer to home. If, when my dad died, he left an inheritance. It wasn't something that I received when I die. It's something I received when he died. And the same is true with what God has given to us through the inheritance that we received from him. It was when he died that we received this inheritance, referring to Jesus Christ. And I'm looking at Peter. Am I in First Peter here? No, I'm in Second Peter chapter 1. And he starts out this second letter in Peter. Peter starts out this way. He says he's writing to people that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. And he gives them the salutation of grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and our, our Lord Jesus Christ. According to as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and virtue, and also have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Partakers, I look up that word, Joel, it just basically means a, to be in partnership and in union and in fellowship and closeness with. And that's the position that we're in with God right now, in spite of the things that get our eyes off of that truth here in the physical world. That is where we're at today. Yeah, that's the relationship that it's a reality right now. It's not just a matter of, like you said, uh, a lot of people, and I think this was my view for a long time, it wasn't a whole lot more than just the fact that I was forgiven. And I was glad to be forgiven. And being forgiven is a good thing. And that's oh, a great yeah. thing. It's uh, huge. So we're not down on being forgiven. But, of course, uh, but uh, it's so much more than that. It's a relationship that we have right now, partakers of the divine nature. 1 Corinthians six seventeen, it says that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So what we're talking about here today, yeah, we live in this body that has some problems. Our soul, you know, our, our mind, our wills, our emotions aren't always the way we would like them to be, although that can change with the daily renewing of the mind. But the place that remains constant, this relationship, this fellowship that we have with God is constant because we who are joined to the Lord are one spirit with him. So in our spirit, that's what we're talking about here, the reality is true. We're, we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, is what another passage talks about. We're one spirit with God. I'm just reminded about how Jesus said that, uh, you know, talking about the kingdom of God, he was asked a question by the Pharisees uh, about when the kingdom of God would come, 
Jesus answered and said to them, by the way, this is in Luke 17, Jesus said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. So right inside of us right now, in our spirit, the kingdom of God is right here with us. It's a reality. It's the reality. We've been made alive together with Christ, made alive to God. We have this fellowship, this ongoing fellowship with God, and it's a reality, and it's a very important reality for us to understand, because otherwise it is indeed just a matter of us, okay, well, thank you, God, that I'm forgiven. Now I'm just going to try to plow my way through this life, try to make it somehow uh, so that I can uh, someday die and then finally be with God. And I do want to say that when we do depart from these bodies— it's going to be a whole lot better. To live is Christ, Paul said. To die is gain. Yeah, we gain a whole lot more. We see a lot more clearly when we're out of these bodies. But right now, right now, eternal life is here. It's right now. The kingdom of God is within us, and that's what we're uh, trying to encourage everyone in today. You know, I was looking in, uh, in Colossians chapter 1. Some people sometimes get this tunnel vision when they're looking at the Scripture, and they get so caught up with a verse that uh, that's where we sometimes get, you know, some erroneous doctrines because we get so caught up on just the verse. And Paul said that, uh, I'm jumping in the middle of his uh, beginning of his letter here, but he says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be, and here it comes, that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and wisdom and all spiritual understanding. And so, it, these big doctrines get built around and, and a verse like this where we need to, I'm going to pray for you, that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will for your life. And so we try to, we spend all this time and effort going down rabbit trails, trying to figure out what the will of God is for our life. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with seeking the Lord on, you know, what it is he, he wants you to do or where to go or I'm not. I'm not saying that. Although Joel, you you had the. It's early in 2013, but you you had the best line so far this year when you said we're not down on forgiveness. I love that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I know I know some knows. legalists who are, by the way, but that, <laughs> that's, that's not us. Uh, <laughs> but Paul said, you know, be filled. I'm praying that you'll be filled with the knowledge of His will. Uh, but keep reading. Read the context. Because later on in this very same chapter, and in the verses to follow here, Paul goes on to tell us what the will of God is. So sometimes we get caught up with things that aren't necessarily what Paul was talking about at the time. So scrolling down, the mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That mystery, former mystery, now revealed, that's the will that Paul was talking about. I'm praying, I'm praying for you people that you'll be filled with his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Understanding what? Christ in you. That mystery, once, once hidden, now revealed, Christ in you. He's the hope of glory, and he's in you. So, yeah, it does go beyond forgiveness. It's his life, not just his life in us, but his life has become us. Yeah, that's right. And again, you know, one of these uh, things that we uh, think about, when the, the phrase eternal life, 
That phrase, eternal life, does mean eternal life. It means life eternally. We live forever. But Jesus gave it kind of a different definition, and I think it's sometimes missed by many of us. And it kind of blew me away when I read this one time and heard people talking about this. But Jesus, in, in, uh, in John 17, he was praying a prayer, and part of his prayer says, when he was talking to the Father, he said, And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. <laughs> That's eternal life, and that is something that we can have right now. We know God. You know, it's by his grace through faith but eternal life, that they may know the Father, that they may know the Son, that we may have this experience of fellowship with uh, the Holy Trinity, with God the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. That's eternal life, and we have that right now. So let's not forget that we're not just sitting around waiting for this wonderful day, and it will be a wonderful day when we get to experience more and more of what we do have. But in this life right now, we're able to experience it as well. And so speaking of that, what are some of the things that we can experience here in this life? You know, we've been talking about our inheritance. It's already been given. Well, what are some of those riches of our inheritance that we've already inherited? We're going to talk about that next week. It's coming up right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.